Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. And I'm Jacob. This is episode 185, and tonight we got a review of Argyle for ya. Matthew Vaughn's latest film. Everybody is hyped. Hotly awaited. <laughs> Who is Agent Argyle? That has been a question. <laughs> Everybody has been dying to know. Is asking an X. So we will answer that tonight for you. Uh, plus some other stuff we've been watching, if we have anything else we've been watching. <laughs> um, Jacob, it has been a minute because we took a week off. And then before that, we had uh, Brad on, of course, to review the Zone of Interest. So you've had a nice little break there. What's, uh, break, what's new? Yeah. Better, better break. Tantalize us with some so, amazing stories. Yeah. I worked 15 days in a row. So, and I, I did the math on that, and it was 45% of every minute. Apologize of my life. You. We all have problems, but we have to serve the Lord. The worst part is by like near the end of week two, I just started dreaming about working. <laughs> so it's literally I would work Dude, I and then get home and dream about it. <laughs> I had a dream about work too. It's like that's crazy. I've never it was fucking I've terrible. About work before, but it made me angry. Like I woke up angry. I'm like fuck. Like because I kept going back to sleep. I'm like oh I need to check this script. And I'm like no I don't fucking need to check the script. Oh, it was so infuriating. It's already stopped like immediately after, but oh man, it was like my days and nights were just a blur. I just woke up in a cold sweat. Yeah. Just like, did I forget that script? Oh, damn it. That was my dream script. Now I have to go and actually do work. (laughs) It sucked. I don't know. I'm so glad I don't have to do that. Like a like people who work like five twelves every week. I that's just mm. like fuck that. Very true. I, mean, I worked every day, but no no weekend, but still. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, but it's all good now. Then I had a three day weekend, but most of my weekend was just trying to catch up on like things that I couldn't do at all during two weeks. So True, true. Fine. Well, anything to fill us in on that? No? No. <laughs> All right, very cool. I mean, I just climbed and ripped my hand out. Did you see the picture on Instagram I put on my story? Uh, I did, yes. Yeah. It was bleeding. I'll never post that again. For an hour. <laughs> an hour. I could not get it to stop bleeding. And it wasn't like a small flow. It was like fucking... First day of Mincy's flow, heavy flow. Oh, you can relate to that. <laughs> We've all had girlfriends. Well, I guess not. Most people have. <laughs> Everyone who has had a girlfriend or somebody who has Mincy's knows that sometimes the flow is heavy and you need those supers. I needed one of those for my hand, for the gaping hole in my hand. No shit, dude. Yeah, backpedal on that one. Uh, (laughs) Well, very cool. Very fun. Um, Yeah, I've been quite busy as well. Been working. I didn't have to work 15 days in a row, but have been working Saturdays. And it is gross. Yep. Just when you think it's Friday, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, Friday. Get to sleep in tomorrow. Nope. (laughs) After work. Yeah, the only thing I looked forward to is that my weekend, the Saturday and Sunday are shorter days. I'm like, yes, I don't have to work 11 hours today. That is true. Yeah, Saturdays are a little bit shorter. But uh, not working this Saturday. Got some fun stuff planned. Do you have anything planned for Valentine's Day? It's coming up. Uh, actually, I'm going to a concert on Valentine's oh. Day. All right. So. Well, maybe we'll hear about that next week. Word. I'm going to a concert on Friday, so we, oh, we can look at that. <laughs> hear stories. It'll be fun. All right. Well, should we get into our uh, featured beer here? Let's do it. <laughs> Maybe we should. Uh, we we really probably should juice this pot out as much as possible. We should fill the listeners in on what what the revelation we just shared was. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we great. have uh, we have our subscription service now since Jacob has moved away from us. Through Craft Beer Kings. And uh, you know what? I want to give them a little bit of credit. For the most part, they've been doing pretty good. 
but we just compared beers in our latest box, and out of six, we only have two of the same beers. So I don't know what the fuck we're going to be doing for the pod. Maybe we'll just <laughs> each talk about whatever beer we have and random be different. Beer. Yeah, so we'll have to figure something out, but uh, don't blame us. That's Craft Beer King's fault, but uh, we did choose one of the matching beers for this episode. Um, so we chose Slammin' at the Club Clean Cut American Lager from Casa Agrias Specialty Ales in collaboration with the Nardcore scene. Nardog. <laughs> Um, this has quite a lot of writing on it. <laughs> I love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one someday. Uh, yeah, why don't you take it away then? You can read that. I'm going to pull it up and untap which hand. side. Yeah, because there's like, I don't know. I guess I'll just, we'll start with this side. So, Slamming at the Club, clean cut American lager, was brewed to commemorate the rich. 30-year history of punk rock from Oxnard and neighboring lands. Brewed in direct collaboration with the scene veterans that hail from our favorite Nardcore bands, this lager is something truly special. Brewed with Pilsner, six-row barley, corn, and of course, intense energy. A perfect pairing with any slice of hard Nardcore. It looks like an H, kind of. (laughs) Nardcore wax played loud. And then what's this other side? Oh, it's just like, oh, I think it's just groups that do Nardcore, maybe? Nardcore. Hmm. I would assume uh, it must be something, or because like these are just random words thrown together. <laughs> there is a, there's a pretty good one towards the bottom. Do you see that? Goat rhythm? <laughs> No, up a little bit more. Oh, crazy D in the nuts. These nuts. <laughs> what the fuck is Nardcore? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't want to go to YouTube and start look look up a Nardcore band and start playing it and be like, yeah, you hear that? <laughs> Just <in silence. laughs> again. But I'm gonna try it anyway because the setup is different. So I want to actually kind of want to see if uh, if it if works. This works. Let's try, which one should we look up? Why not that one? Crazy D in the nuts? Yeah. (laughs) Crazy D in the nuts. Is it tongue crazy D in the nuts? Uh, I have no idea. (laughs) I can't tell. There's no dot in between those two, but also one's at the end. Can you hear that? No. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Not at all. All right. Well, that was um, anticlimactic. <laughs> that so. was, well, that was Crazy D in the Nuts. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll put Crazy D in the Nuts in the uh, intro. You can just outro. edit it and, yeah. No, we'll put it in for the for the music. Yeah, there you go. All right. Very cool. Should we uh, crack into it? Yes. Let's. We didn't say that this is like a oh four point five percent. Yeah, we haven't given any of the stats. Yeah, uh, American Lager coming in at four point five percent ABV, zero IBUs or not available. I would assume only uh, two hundred eighty-one check-ins on this, Ooh, but it coming in at a three point eight. Now I know there's not a lot of check-ins, but for a lager, that's, that's pretty high. Pretty high. I think it's very high actually for a lager. I've been, I, you know, I really appreciate laggers way more than I used to, too. So I'm pretty excited about this, especially hearing that it's a good score. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had one in a minute, especially as a featured beer. So let's, uh, cheers to that. Yeah, cheers, Nard Core. Mm. Yeah, it's quite delicious. It's super good. It's like it's sweet, but not like that sticky, like sweet you would it expect. It is. I was gonna say that same thing. <laughs> it's like that bready sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Super crisp. Mm-hmm. 
very refreshing. Yeah, this is like, this is, I mean, as far, like, I don't know how high lagers can really go, but, you know, this is like one of the better I think I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have to agree. Not, it's just, uh, it just has that, like, it doesn't have that, like, bad aftertaste that most light beers come with, you know? Like, yeah. I love the taste of light beer, whatever, Coors Light, PBR, Miller. Well, maybe not Miller, <clears throat> uh, Bush Light. But it does have like a, it does have a slightly off aftertaste. And um, this is, this is a lot better than those. Yeah. It almost like goes down like water. I know people say that, but like literally it's like so clean. It doesn't like linger. It's just mm-hmm. very bright and light easy i would agree yeah not too much to get into i mean it's it's, it's <laughs> the lager. flavor is exactly yeah. what you expect it's, it's just tastes so refreshing but yeah it's hard to it's like yeah it's like the best version of the style probably but um crushability quite high Five. <laughs> i mean probably I mean, it's, it's coming in at 4.52. Yeah. Drink like, a lot of them. And they drink a past. They taste I good. I drink a lot of the those Coors Lights and stuff. So I'm, this tastes better than those and just as refreshing. So here, here's an interesting point, though. You want, you want to feel something, right? It's going to take a lot of this yeah. to feel something. But doesn't now, it always is, with these kinds of beers? What? But listen, this is quote-unquote craft beer you're paying a premium price for this yes are you going to invest in you know 10 to 12 of these versus your normal light beer is the taste hell no (laughs) i definitely would not because like you're probably playing like three times the amount and it's gonna take just as much to get there versus like if i'm gonna pay more i might as well get like an ipa that's double the percentage we've and, never had to yeah. factor economics into crushability but it could be a factor it yeah maybe we factor. should it's like it's like yeah you know like dragon's milk coming in like above 10 percent. you only need to buy that four pack and you're like good <laughs> oh yeah yeah six pack of uh six pack of evens like too hard you know that's your, your yeah definitely <laughs> or hop slam oh oh yeah you're really good <laughs> Give me uh, two or three of those, and let's just, <laughs> just listen to the, to the before uh, trilogy episode. And uh, oh yeah, you'll see. Yeah, <laughs> listen to that. Um, okay. Anything else on slamming at the club? Well, if I had to rate it, I want to give it like I don't know, like four two five. What like what do you rate these? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to rate. I was thinking around the same, like a four. Um. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it is hard to rate because, like for a lager, I think it's one of the better ones I've had. I should see if I've rated any other lagers higher. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm just, thinking like most of the ones I've thought were really good. I probably given like a four, and I think this. Well, I guess we should clarify like normal American lager because. Yeah, yeah, not counting all the other <laughs> Vienna and German and Bel- just yeah. specifically American lager. Right. Right. I selected American and American Light, which I've had only 11. And the highest one I've given is a four. And it was for PB and Jams from Abita, which has an which 8%. Which has flavors and stuff. Exactly. Too. And it's 8%. So kind of unfair. Yeah, my highest was also four. I see. I figured like the highest... And like my next highest was three seven five. So literally, I've only given one four ever to a lager. Okay, so I could say I think I could justify giving it a four. Then, yeah, that's it's that's what I'm saying. It's like one of the better. This like I feel like there's a limit on how great these can be because the best one is just like doesn't taste like much. It's just good and crisp and refreshing. Right, right, right. But okay. 
Here, I guess, should we compare it to movies where, let's say you had the best possible version of an animated movie, it's still a five. Yeah, I know. It's difficult to, with beer. It's like... It is. Because, <laughs> yeah, you want to rate it based on its style, but also, like, I feel like there's a little bit of that personal aspect where you're just like, yeah, but, like, what I give a five to... Those things, like, if I see those, I fucking want that. Versus, like, yeah, that is true. if I gave this a five and, and then, like, I saw this. And, I'm, and for me, I'm, like, I'm comparing this to, like, CBS or, like, any of those other, like, fives I've given. Like, come on. No, it's not anywhere near those. How much? That's a great I point. And I don't want to. I don't want to change my whole system now, but my <laughs> yeah. only counter argument would be you're not always in the mood for a CBS or for a smoothie style beer or for a Belgian quad, you know, those huge flavor bomb beers that are amazing. Not always in the mood for those. Sometimes you just want, you know, a nice clean lager in summer on the boat. I'm not going to be drinking. I'm probably grabbing PBR. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's fair. But (laughs) if I saw this at the store and it was at a reasonable price, yeah, I honestly, I would probably pick this up because I would want other people to like try it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, that was Slamming at the Club from uh, Casa Agria Specialty Ales out of California. So if you're in the area, yeah, just check her out. To be by. <laughs> All right, should we move on to our featured review then? Let's do it. Okay, we're talking Argyle. Uh, Argyle is written by Jason Fuchs and directed by Matthew Vaughn. Stars Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, and Catherine O'Hara. Plot synopsis reads, a reclusive author who writes espionage novels about a secret agent and a global spy syndicate realizes the plot of the new book she's writing starts to mirror real-world events in real time. What did you think of Argyle? So it was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, I no. actually, I actually went into this ready to like be a hero and defend it because I've seen people shit on it so much. <laughs> and then I watched it, and it's just not like very redeeming. It just it's very long, and so fucking predictable to be a spy like mystery mystery thriller it's just everything i expected was exactly what it was by the end so just like okay when is it oh there that's when it happened okay except for like maybe the one twist the very end twist no i expected that too the very end it doesn't even okay we have wait what very end yeah i need maybe i'm not thinking about what you're thinking about I'm not talking about the email. The email. Uh, Oh, no, no, not that. After that. This is like literally like. Oh, the literal like last thing. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know what that's supposed to be like. (laughs) I mean, I have. a. Yeah, we we can get into it. This we we should just try to get through like general thoughts quickly so we can get to spoilers, because even though, yeah, it's predictable and lame, there are a lot of spoilers for. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, well. Yeah, and I want to say, like, yeah, acting, honestly, like, some, it was, like, not horrible. It was, nothing was, like, good, really, but it was fine. But just writing pretty bad. It looked bad. The CG was pretty atrocious at parts. And it just felt very low budget for, especially for having, like, so many known people in it. It's like that's where all the money went because it definitely didn't go to the other things. <laughs> Maybe it went to location too, I guess, because they filmed in expensive places. I, but, I mean, did they? Question like, yeah, I, I mean, have to agree though before I get into like my own drama thoughts <laughs> on the look of it. Uh, did you notice when you were watching it any time that they were like supposed to be on location? It was, there see, were, it was a green screen. 
Well, yeah, but there was like this weird like swirl behind them and you could like see like black dots and like a swirl of something behind them. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's because they're using an effect to create this location. Like, I don't believe that they're actually. I definitely noticed that like in the Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that like some parts were like the green screen was like obvious. I'm just like, this must have been rushed like crazy or something. Yeah. But but it wasn't always there. So I knew that it wasn't like my theater or my projector or my screen or anything like that because it wasn't always there. And like when they were doing interior shots and things like that, like it wasn't there. But whenever they were outside, supposed to be on location, you could really tell when they were on that rooftop um, overlooking, I think it was London. Greece? When they were, or oh, Greece, Greece looked around- pretty bad. When yeah. they were on the boat too, at like towards the end, that was obviously, yeah, you no know, green screen, and it was really apparent then. So I'm like, okay, this it's a consistent trend that when they're supposed to be at this exotic location, it happens to be that's when this little weird swirl thing comes. Yeah, it was really <laughs> weird. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it just it kind of baffled me how I don't know. There's not too many movies where you see such obviously maybe like the la- most recent example is maybe like flash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one didn't need to rely so heavily on CG. And I think it just made, and it really did at parts. And I think it even stood out more because it felt like it didn't have to rely on CG for those parts. Like those could have been done practically and probably not that ex- probably less expensive. Maybe. <laughs> Like some of the part, I'm thinking I'll we'll get to that, but yeah, I just don't know. It it was just not much redeeming about it, and it has my boy Cavill, who I love to support, but like he wasn't. I don't know. It was just it was a bit cringy and felt like a Spy Kids type movie. That's also like kids aren't gonna watch, I guess, because right because it's. Is it rated R? I think it is. Is it? I maybe. I just know, no. like, there's definitely an F bomb or so. Like, and so I'm just like, okay, this isn't for like the family, but it feels like they should have just leaned into that and maybe it is PG 13. So, yeah. No, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it should have been R. Yeah. I think maybe it would have been better, like, just be more violent and over the top violent, but. Yeah, like it was, I mean, the obvious um, connection and comparison would be Kingsman, which is like hard art and they go over the top with the violence and everything and it's it works yeah. better because of that. Yeah, it was a weird choice to go for uh, the PG-13. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Probably a studio choice for money, but... Yeah, let's uh, see how that worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, overall, I'm pretty much right in line with you. I, I wanted to stay invested and, you know, really see where it went. But like every twist, I was just like, this is like stupid. It kind of doesn't make sense. You have to suspend your disbelief quite a bit. And I know that like this world that it takes place in is not supposed to be grounded in reality. That's fine. But like, for whatever reason, I couldn't get past that in this movie where like, well, at least for the first Kingsman, I could, I definitely could. I really like that movie. No, so they I just worked. I think it's because there's too many layers in this one. There's like, a, like <laughs> so many, it's like they tried to be complex with like the, whatever, like spoiler, I guess. But yeah, it's just like, there's too many layers and well, too it's, much I, switching it's a, between those. Yeah. It's not a spoiler to, to say that like Argyle and Henry Cavill are not real. Like we know right. that from the trailer and she's, she's like living out the, like what happens, the plot of her books. So yeah, that, but that creative choice to like fl- flash between them was horrible. Up, I hated and that. distracting oh. and they did it so much. And it just like, was like nauseating almost how fast it, really, it would be at parts. It really felt like they, had that in there because they cast Henry Cavill and if they didn't do that he would not be in the movie like for at all (laughs) he would have like 10 minutes only the first part 
Exactly. That's why I was staring with I almost thought that's what was gonna happen for a second when it finally switched. I'm like, oh okay, are we like not getting oh this okay. Oh, they're just that's all they're doing. It was almost like a COVID movie where they were like, Oh, we can't actually all be in the same room together, so we're just gonna like bring him in, green screen him in in parts. Yeah, yeah. It was a bad choice in my opinion. Um they tried to like write in, you know, an explanation and why she's seeing him and all these things but yeah it comes oh, down to the writing terrible. being pretty bad as well and what you were saying how a lot of things are like predictable but I-, I felt like a lot of things were just like lazy and convenient um especially towards yes, the end oh my god find out oh my god especially. Is. and then she like <laughs> okay i can't get into it yet but save it um <laughs> i hate like the score from lauren balf like that's like a pretty, you know, highly acclaimed composer. And it just felt like temp score, like everything was just like uh, perfectly like on cue, like, okay, sad moment. Here's this lame, sad music. Like it felt like temp score. It was so bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. The effects were bad. I, I actually, the only thing I really have to praise for is kind of the acting. Cause I didn't think anybody was like terrible exactly I like brian cranston and Catherine o'hara and i really like sam rockwell in it yeah no he went all in for sure but yeah i mean i just, think uh, bryce maybe was just like miscast a little bit but i do feel that as well yeah <laughs> she which maybe is part of the character like she pulls off one part and not really another part and i guess that's part of the whole yeah trick of the movie the twist but i feel like you could have found somebody who could have pulled off both though <laughs> right yeah both that's that's fair um but yeah i mean she was yeah she did fine I, I don't think it was yeah. like anything she did badly and like her fall i think it just was a miscast yeah no i completely agree um yeah that's that's about all i have to say that's Spoiler free, at least. So um, from here on out, we can talk openly about the plot. And uh, if you haven't seen Argyle and you want to see it, stay spoiler free. Skip ahead of uh, timestamps in the show notes. But uh, yeah, what uh, what what where should we start? <laughs> That's like the big it's like, where the fuck do we start? Uh, how about Alfie was such a stupid thing in the the whole time. And <laughs> The Wait, cat. Are you talking about the cat? The cat. Because okay. <laughs> it's like, why did they CG a cat? I just don't know. Like, they couldn't. Like, it was almost yeah. all CG. For the... Was it all CG? Was the was there a cat that was actually real? I don't know. For the most part, it looked CG to it me. It looked CG, and... like, almost. The... If it was a real cat, any part, it honestly looked CG. And they did a weird filter on her or something to try and match the CG cat. Because... It My was like that's to keep the look consistent so that way you can't tell when it switches. Yeah, which is two. okay, but still, like, it was bad CG. But I agree, it was bad. <laughs> and there was, yeah, there's moments with it that's just like, it's obviously played for laughs. And that's like, that's it wasn't funny though. Yeah, I didn't even mention the general thoughts. Like, it just is not funny at all. I don't think I laughed. Uh, there was a mild chuckle at one line in the movie from Catherine O'Hara when she said, just nonchalantly i was on the edge of my toilet seat <laughs> yeah right near the end and that was in the beginning too so i was like the rest of the movie oh oh beginning yeah 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 i was thinking that was near the end yeah you're right yeah when, when she was talking about her book yeah exactly. she's at the edge of her toilet seat the whole time yeah yeah literally if that's what i was saying the humor felt like a like spy kids like a child like children humor like the cat like thrown up in the air like just so much of it felt so childish like more yeah. so than like even like children's movie <laughs> like i don't know like movies made on the big screen for children almost this was like disney channel level humor almost which is throughout. so fucking weird because <laughs> i agree with you but then there's moments in the movie to juxtapose that, like where they're joking about murdering someone by stomping their head. Yes. Which like, is it like, doesn't fit. it just did not work. It's so tonally like all over the place. It's so, uh, and like, even those, it wasn't like not funny. I don't know. It just felt, yeah, it was, 
yeah, yeah it was just was, bad was, yeah it was just like <laughs> it was cringy. like cringy I, that's I, what i was saying like i'm like this is like i'm getting secondhand embarrassment by how because it's not like the actor's fault it's just i'm like this is like just so bad and they're trying their best <laughs> yeah. to make it like funny yeah. oh man i'm like also reminded of the dance scene with the smoke i'll uh <laughs> like it was supposed to be i think like uh what was it? birds of prey almost yeah, yeah scene which was way better like this smoke looks so fake and yeah uh, i didn't even mind the fake like how it looked because i i also think that if i correct me if i'm wrong that they are viewing it differently than like everybody else sure i mean they definitely see like thermal yes yes no but i'm saying like when they are when they are like shooting and like dancing and doing these moves through the smoke it's not what's actually happening i think it was Okay, because then, it showed the other I people watching not, them from the other screen. Yes, uh, from exactly. But and when they, they were dancing. Well, when, but when they cut to it, like this could be bad editing for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if you know it's just a, an editing mistake. But they would go from like a complex like dance move where they're doing gunkata and all this bullshit, and they would cut to the security camera footage, and they would just be like standing like back-to-back shooting and it would be like a very basic oh honestly i did not i thought that was actually happening and they just spread it that way i could be i could be way fucking wrong and yeah i mean i took it as it was actually happening if we both don't know then that's like a yeah that's bad another fault of the movie because they could convey that clearly to either of us but yeah that scene in particular it definitely felt like he was trying to match some of his other big set piece action moments from his other films and yeah it just didn't it didn't land didn't because it was so like basic in the action but like cringy and not funny in the humor too because like just the i don't know yeah it and then like like immediately after that you get the ice skating whatever terribleness oh my god with the knives and like they're like we we can't make any sparks i'm like and a fucking knife scraping against the ground isn't gonna create a spark jacob you forget the end when she says fuck that and then just fires off 30 rounds out of a machine yeah immediately i'm like wait yeah i'm like then what was the whole point of the entire scene oh my god and yeah like i you could even get like i you don't even have to get nitty into it but i'm just like she hasn't done any of these things i'm like i fucking played basketball all my whole life if i play basketball right now i'm gonna be like shit and she just goes straight into like this i don't know it's just yeah well not that that, strong and like her conditioning must be terrible after five years of not doing anything (laughs) but right not even like physically or like whatever her capabilities are i could i could put that aside my problem is like she she didn't have like she it was like almost like a light switch like she could just turn it on and off when she wanted she was like was i good at this was i whatever and then yeah okay i guess i could do it and then just started doing it It, there was no there was never like a point where she like fully regressed to her like old you're right yeah because it would just go back and forth yeah she just like would choose what things to be good at and not be good at now it made no fucking sense like not that like the whole psyops thing really makes sense anyway and like the brainwashing and all that shit but yeah i guess for so this agent spy that. movie it if you're going down that path and you're gonna choose like this plot point like have the there be like some rules or consistency with her and her abilities and her memories and it just felt like that stuff felt so sloppy it's just whatever they needed it to be at the time. That's what I was saying about the conveniency thing. That's, yeah. that's I was trying to allude to that exactly. Like whatever she needed in the moment, she did that in her past life when uh, she was an agent. So yeah, <laughs> which I I don't know if we said it. Ellie Conway, the main girl, is Argyle that she's been writing about. But yeah, I honestly thought it was Argyle. almost more. 
I think it, honestly, it would have almost been a more interesting story if the way it originally was, where she is just a writer who happens to be guessing these correctly. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. Like, Dude, I thought like, that's thing. a more interesting story to me than when she be, was Argyle and actually all of this. Like, as soon as that happened, which it was predictable really early on, it was so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, was, okay, yeah. Well, we haven't even talked about the plot. Like, actually what the fuck is the plot it's literally just a giant chase for this um uh mcguffin the heart yeah. the master file right the master file <laughs> which i'm like what does that even mean um, and w- when you get that reveal that she well okay you get a reveal that she's an agent and then you get another twist that she works for the division or has worked for the division but we already knew she did work for the vision, but no, this is she. And then she like didn't work for the vision, but then she still did work for the division. Right. And <laughs> like you get that, you get this information and then you're supposed to side. You're, you're, you're always supposed to side with her, but like there's never a reveal that she wasn't a part of the division. She actually was. She did these things. She's just as guilty and just as bad as everyone else. So like, I mean, it even says like the bad thing she did on it. So like by the time she like, like it ended and they gave the master file away, I'm like, and she's just fine then. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, Oh, she's, she feels bad about it. So it's okay. She's yeah. She did. She really did do all the terrible things. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) i I took from it yeah she did yeah she was terrible yeah so uh, yeah i just like they uh, they try to throw you you know all these twists and to keep you guessing i guess or to keep it interesting but but it was obvious every single time it was obvious what the it's like, oh, she's actually pretending to be with him again and she's going to do a thing to save him. Probably that. And then she talks about the email, like shooting through that cavity. I'm like, yeah, that email was obviously from that other person. Yeah. Especially when she says uh, she gives it away too she early. She gives it away. Like, I was planning on bringing her back. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, using that. It's like, well, that's her. Yeah, <laughs> like immediately, I'm just like, well, that's her. When is she going to come back? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, like, we had no connection to her anyway, so, like, they tried to, like, fabricate that in, like, two seconds to have, like, any kind of feelings for this person. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I thought that was another just weird thing was the, like, I didn't really see Sam Rockwell and, like, Bryce Dallas Howard together. Like, the the chemistry was off. No, it was so bad. It felt, honestly romantic weird yeah it felt like uncomfortable like I, not that, yeah not and like when he told her I, yeah there was no chemistry i don't know like i didn't feel it there's just yeah. anytime a romantic part happened it almost like i'm like oh is he actually with them and like no ah yeah it's just there was nothing there it just did not feel real at all and it didn't even like really build up that they their romantic relationship of in their past really well at all. Yeah. uh, Yeah. She, it's kind of like insulting that she, the way that they portray her, I guess. And then the fact that she would just fall for him. Yes. It feels uncomfortable. Because he's like the only man that, (laughs) I don't know, or like, he's like the most similar to agent Argyle. They did this, like I thought the point of like her like hallucinating that he's Agent Argyle was like she felt like in love with Agent Ar- like she was in love yeah. with Agent Argyle. But then she ended up being Agent Argyle and then he was the sidekick Just, or whatever. Yeah, he was John Cena. John Cena, yeah. <laughs> Which I mean he's Which, not, like everybody knows the character if actor, it's supposed but, to be from her memories, how come like why didn't they just flip it and make John Cena like, or like they don't even have to flip it. Just make them love interest in the book then. Right. Cause it's supposed to be like her memories, but like, why is that not the same that like the partners were in love? Cause they said they were in love 
and together for a long time. Like, why is that just randomly huh. gone? And they're just partners. I don't know. It's just don't think so, about it, Jacob. Don't think about it. It's so confusing. And then there's she doesn't have memories, and he's like, "Yeah, I love you." And then they just like she's like, "I remember," and they start making out, but then they don't. She doesn't actually like really remember. It just felt weird. And uh, yeah, no. I, and then I thought she was like actually had a romantic relationship immediately after that with the keeper of secrets or whatever. Wait, what? I didn't get that at all. Oh, because she said, because I don't think you remember who you are or what we were. Like she says what we were. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, wait, is he actually evil and they were actually together? <laughs> but then like that character is thrown out immediately after that and never shown again. So, man, yeah. like the writing and story <laughs> plot was just horrible. Like it was like legitimately bad. and. It was the all of the things they wanted to be mysterious and confusing were obvious, and all the things that should have been just obvious make no sense. Well, that leads to what I was alluding to, the end, which to me makes absolutely no fucking sense that Henry Cavill is in this world, does in exist. The real world, and his name is Argyle. And he's like, yeah, or like, we, uh, you must have a lot of questions or whatever. For but me, he's like, yeah. He's Southern or something now. So like. <laughs> looks like Rambo. Yeah. Like if there is an Argyle, then like what, why, what's the point of the her reveal being Argyle and like all of these things, if there actually is an Argyle, it kind of just diminishes the whole point. Yeah. Which movie. will, it literally breaks everything because then it's like, oh, what if she was actually in love with Argyle and now Sam has just been lying and is like this weird creep who wasn't actually with her or something. And maybe she he was her partner the whole time and never romantic. And Argyle was the person she was romantic with. And he just pretended because he always hated their relationship. I mean, I do not want to see a sequel to this. There will be no sequel because like, this is failing completely, right? I want to know... I what want to know what was the point of that, and where was that going to go? And did you? They have probably to didn't know. They were did just you, like, "Let's." Throw that in well, there. did you see the uh, mid-credits scene? No, because like I didn't even expect that to be there, and I'm like, I'm ready to get out. Yeah, you ran like, out, but I heard it as like I was leaving. I'm like, shit, there was more. Well, I'm not gonna walk back in there for that. <laughs> I don't look like a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I never stay for post-credit scenes. I think if they, if you, it's important to your movie, put it before the credits. I was like slow getting up, <clears throat> uh, replying to some things on my phone that I'd got during the movie <laughs> and just happened to see it. And it was, uh, so I saw that it was connected to Kingsman. I was like, okay, might as well just watch the rest of it. And there's some connection to, I, I believe it's Henry Cavill when he's younger or mm. some, or maybe it's Sam Rockwell. I'm not really a hundred percent sure, but, there's some guy when they're younger going to like a Kingsman bar. And... I mean, it would make sense if it was Henry because he is British, but right. But it's, uh, I mean, it puts, it puts the movie Argyle in the Kingsman universe now. And it's just like, which Ouch. we kind of talked about over text because Josh said that, um, it yeah, is, I never seen. Universe. I was like, I did yeah. not think that or know that. I didn't think that at all. Yeah, yeah, so he must have seen an article or something, but um, yeah, apparently it's there's more connections to Kingsman and kind of gross to me. Um, doesn't make me more interested because I didn't even like the second Kingsman that much, but um, yeah, only the first one was good. Yeah, actually, yeah. isn't there three or something? Well, this would be the third. <laughs> no, there's oh, just is this two. the third. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's a th technically a third. I'm just saying this this would be. Yeah, the third. I like the there first one. Was excited about the second and hated the second. And yeah, what did well, I give the second one? Uh, a six. Okay, I didn't hate it. Oh, I liked it. I, I just thought sure it was I a, hate. It. Well, maybe I didn't hate now. it, but I was just yeah very disappointed. Yes, in, after the first. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Anything else on Argyle? Mm. No, it's just bad. 
Uh, best part of the movie, didn't even mention Dua Lipa. Yes. My God. I don't she know if it's did. like the makeup or something too, because like her eyes were just like fierce and I'm just like, my God, stare at the camera oh more. <laughs> oh yeah. It's too bad she was only in the beginning. I'm like, my God. I, like I never even <laughs> thought of her. Like I don't like pay attention to her at all, I guess, but man, yeah, I she didn't, like, looked amazing. It was weird. This was probably like, I don't know, maybe like a year ago or something like didn't really, I didn't know idea what she looked like. And then I think I saw like a concert TikTok or something. I was like, God damn. All right. Yeah. Dude, well, this going on. I'm going to maybe watch some more YouTube <laughs> concert video. Cause yeah, the like, I don't know what it, everything was working for me. <laughs> right. For uh, research purposes. Yeah. I'm coming <laughs> night. I mean, it's terrific. <laughs> uh, okay. What are you going to give Argyle out of five stars? Mm, I'm going to give it, I'm just going to give it 1.5. Oh, yeah. I, hmm. I was between a one, I was between a one. I was that and a two. Yeah. And a two. I think, I think I'll go, I'll just match with you. I'll go 1.5 as well. Let's, I mean, let's like, I, thing. the only reason, like, cause everyone else, like, like because i wanted to be a hero for this movie so like it hurt me more that i couldn't find anything out of it (laughs) well that is uh too bad all right moving on to some nano reviews what do you got i have one that is pretty big but it's a nano review and i did re i watched first watch i guess but rewatch of infinity pool I watched the uncut. uncut? Oh, baby. Let's hear it. And I will say, definitely need to rewatch it. Score ended up the same right now. But honestly, I don't, maybe I need to rewatch the original because I don't know how much was different. (laughs) I've heard it's not a lot. So, because the only literal thing that I could take out that was different is, you know, like the infamous beach come scene, right? You oh actually see a penis. <laughs> yes, I coming. Have, I know all about it. <laughs> and that was like that is literally the only part that I can remember that was different from the original. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds. Which maybe that is all, right. all that's different. I mean, that would be something you can't put in a rated R movie. <laughs> so, but yeah, I still think it's absolutely amazing, and. Yeah, I mean, it was maybe more, almost more enjoyable, but just, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just leaving it at the four and a half right now because I want an excuse to rewatch this again mm. to get it to that five. Because it, yeah, I think going in blind, there's like, yeah, I really had no idea what it was. And then now on a rewatch, I can have a little bit of expectations and like knowing where the plot's going to go so you can focus on other things. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for a rewatch as well. I need to... I need to watch more movies is basically what I'm <laughs> Yeah, it is still amazing. It just so much technically, just I love, absolutely love about it. Yeah, it just looks amazing and it just goes, everyone does such a great job in it. Mia Goth is amazing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like a ride, but also it's actually saying something. And it's just, yeah, I love the messages in it. And yeah, it's just, it is pretty incredible film. That. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. I have, I do have one thing, not a movie, but, uh, have been watching love on the spectrum season two. Oh my, see, I thought I actually had watched this, but yeah. I realized I watched actually this New Zealand show that was like down for love and it was about people with Down syndrome. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i have not seen seen this (laughs) but no love on the spectrum well they have the the australia one and the u.s one the u.s one just came out season two uh unironically amazing love everyone on the show it's just very heartwarming to watch and uh yeah i would recommend that everybody watch it and it is like it's hilarious and you're not laughing like at them it's they're just like genuinely they're funny people hilarious. Yeah. yeah like love it 
But uh, yeah, no movies besides <laughs> the before movies, which we, uh, by the time this is out, I'll have that episode up. I know I'm running a little behind on the premium, but um, yeah, more content coming soon. So, okay. And you had one other thing you said? No, no, no. That oh, that was, was, that was it. I had like no free time. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm lucky I got an infinity pool. <laughs> that was on a I Saturday. I had more free time, but um, <laughs> yeah, I've been catching up on some reality shows with Alyssa and uh, we're fully caught up. So yeah, I should have more time for movies and going to get that in. So yeah, I need to get use up my free tickets every week because I wasted all that time that I could have been going to the theater. Very true. Um, okay. Anything else you need to add or say anything nope. else to cover? All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Um, next week, I believe, oh shit. I had it in my head. <laughs> what is, what are we reviewing next week? Um, oh yeah. The only release is, uh, Madam Web, which, uh, I'm not the most interested in. Um, I think what we'll probably do is talk to Josh because uh, he has been trying, been mentioning, wants to get more active in the show. Yeah, I know. So we'll talk to him and see what he wants. And um, I am open to anything. So whatever he wants, yeah. he can see. Let's just plan on that. And so get, that a, we can get the, the full boys crew, back, get the band back together. Uh, so yeah, let's plan on that. Um, we can maybe post it on IG story or something. But in the meantime, if you want to send us a question or a comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. And I'm on both those as JSL517. That's JSAL517. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers.